Good morning. This is Lisa coming to you from The Ill, the Edmund Elder Library. And today uh, we are going to be reading day one out of the Anne of Green Gables devotional. We did the introduction on Friday. Then we took a couple days off for the weekend. But this is a divine detour. This is um, the Anne of Green Gables devotional, a chapter-by-chapter companion for kindred spirits by Rachel Dodge. She's a friend of mine on Facebook. The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 10, 9. Well, we're not getting a girl. When Marilla Cuppert says that to Mrs. Rachel Lind, her well-meaning, busybody neighbor, she has no idea or who is coming her way. She's preparing to welcome a desired and expected young boy into her home, old enough to be of some use in doing chores, and young enough to be trained up proper. She's anticipating a practical solution to a pressing problem. Matthew is getting on in years. His heart troubles him, and they need help on the farm. In this chapter, Marilla expects several things. She expects Mrs. Lynn's visit. She had known that the sight of Matthew jaunting off so unaccountably would be too much for her neighbor's curiosity. She expects Matthew and the new boy home in time to eat. She has set the table for three, and she expects the boy to sleep in the kitchen. She has prepared a simple couch for him there. Marilla is not expecting her carefully ordered life to turn upside down though she's planning to give the boy a good home and and schooling, she's completely unprepared for motherhood. Anne's arrival opens a new world to Marilla and satisfies a longing buried deep in her heart. Soon enough, she and Matthew both realize that the queer mistake that landed Anne at Green Gables is actually a blessing. Matthew credits the Almighty for sending Anne because he saw that they needed her. And Anne becomes Marilla's joy and comfort. Marilla's best laid plans didn't go as expected. She and Matthew thought they needed an extra pair of hands around the farm. But God knew they needed a daughter. Often God's plans for us are unexpected. We anticipate one thing and something else or someone else shows up instead. We plan, make schedules, and list. Do our part to get the ball rolling and then something akin to a girl instead of a boy comes waltzing into our lives. God is not surprised by our detours and delays. He works in and through them in divine ways. Proverbs 16 and 9 reminds us of God's promise to direct and establish our steps. We can and should make plans, but God is ultimately in charge. When you allow Him to direct your life, He brings about things beyond your imagination. His plans for you are for your good, not to harm you, but to prosper you. Jeremiah 29, 11. We're told in Romans 8, 28, that God works for the good of those who love him. He sees the big picture of your life, and nothing surprises him. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Romans eleven thirty three. Um, the personal application. This opening scene in the Green Gables kitchen points us to an, an important reminder. God often gives us what we don't know we need. As you make plans, invite God to make revisions. If you're prone to making hasty decisions, pray and give God space and time to lead you forward. If you find yourself on a divine detour, ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to God's bigger plans for you. He may have something in mind that you can't yet imagine. Is there someone in your life who needs encouragement? Someone facing an unexpected twist or turn? 
someone with a broken heart? Take a few minutes to make a call or send a note this week. Share Proverbs 16.9 and Jeremiah 29.11 and remind him or her of God's loving plans. She has a prayer for today too. First, I'd like to just put a little bit of my, my two cents in there. I love the book, Anna Green Gables. Grew up with it. I'm not sure if my mother introduced it, me to it introduced the book to me or if I just happened to get it at the library. I spent a lot of time at the libraries. In fact, as a in when I was in junior high, I volunteered to work in the library during my study hall. And again, I worked during the library. I worked at the library during my study hall uh, when we moved to Fort Wayne uh, at Paul Harding High School. So, and then my first job, a uh, real job, outside of uh, babysitting and then I did I did have a temporary job as a waitress um, a couple months at a, a coney stand kind of place um, where I guess we was do it all we took the orders we was like the waitress but then we also was the cook we had to cook it and then we also had to take the uh, do the cashier work so kind of did everything but anyway, that didn't last very long. And then I, but I got a job at the Hessel Castle at French Library. I went in, filled out an application. The woman asked me, she goes, how did you know we were looking for a person? I said, I don't. I said, I just always like libraries. And she says, when can you start? <laughs> that was neat. But God made a way, provided. You never know the things in your life. And um, as far as God sending me a girl, <laughs> I had me and my husband, when we first got married, we thought about opening uh we we had desires uh, of kind of opening a home for girls a kind of a home for girls and i even had this um this uh home this big house with five bedrooms and um about five baths too i think was for sale it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in hutchinson kansas and i remember i was going to get my uncle and show him that and see if there's any way that he could help us get the loan because that was our dream and goal well, to make a long story short, God sent us three daughters. We had three daughters of our own. So we had a girl's home, so to speak. And now I babysit. But also for the ministry, my daughter and her husband, they moved here with their two kids, um, Raylan and Jeremiah. And um, we've been, we, start, we started doing Sunday school here at home on Sunday mornings. And then, of course, Emily was born as well. Uh, so I got my three grandkids but I didn't know that when I started um, doing online services that God was going to send me my grandkids. And they are such a delight. I look so forward to Sunday mornings. And um, they come over early. And and then uh, we have dinner at 11. And then it's just like all morning, all day thing. Much longer than what an actual if uh, going to a church service, you know, then Sunday school's maybe an hour at the most, but this is like all morning, all day. It's an all day thing for me. And that's okay. That's okay. And who knows what I might be putting in those kids' hearts and minds that they wouldn't learn otherwise. And what they do to me, for me, I didn't know I needed that, but God knew what I needed. He knew the desires of my heart to keep teaching Sunday school and keep doing the things that he put in my life over my my span of my life, the things that I learned. He makes a way. It's God's loving plans. His ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are deeper than our thoughts. He is awesome and he does do everything as unto the Lord and he will bless it. 
Our prayer for today, Lord, thank you for directing and establishing my steps. I lay all of my best laid plans at your feet. I need your wisdom and guidance to navigate the unexpected circumstances in my life. Help me to see your purposes in the detours and delays I'm currently facing and show me the right way to go. And, oh, and then she's got in parentheses, add your prayer request. In Jesus' name, amen. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, we do have a future in Jesus. We have a future in Him. In fact, He is our future. Anything without Christ in it is going to fall. fall. Unless the Lord builds the house, they that labor, labor in vain. And we, none of us want our labors to be in vain. None of us want the things that we put our whole heart, mind, soul, and body into to just be uprooted in, in uh, nothing. We want it all. We want it all to make a difference in somebody's life, even this little podcast. I'm getting ready to go do Monday Melodies. It's a little song I do on Mondays uh, that I put out there, a live live, um, song. Sometimes it sounds pretty good and sometimes it sounds horrible. I mean, you never know what your voice is going to do or how your hands are going to cooperate, especially this early in the morning, 6 o'clock. But if it can bless somebody, if it can bless somebody, that song, it may it may not be me singing or playing, but it may be bringing it back to somebody else's mind. It might be the word from the Lord that they need along their journey. So anyway, and same thing with the podcast. Everything we do, let us do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Let us make wise decisions. Lord, what do you want me to do today? I know what plans I have. I know what's on the schedule. I know I've got babysitting to do. I know I've got music lessons to teach. I know I've got Monday melodies to do. I know I've got this podcast to do. But Lord, all of that I want to do unto you, Lord. I want to be the best I can be at all the different things. You order my steps. You help me, God. And anything else, Lord Jesus, that comes my way today, anything else, the meals that I prepare for me and my husband, the the snacks I made for the kids I babysit, the things that we do, Lord, that we always remember to pray, that I teach the kids to pray before they eat. I do that, and I want to always remember to do that, that everything that we do, Lord Jesus, we want to bring glory to you. Glory to you, Lord. These are beautiful children that you created that I'm allowed to take care of. That maybe they're my Anna Green Gables type of things. You know, they get to go home to their parents in the evening, but I got them all day long. Thank you, Lord. And uh, my friend who listens to me, God, Lord, she has her grandchildren. And other people, Lord God, that might be listening to me. There's people in their lives, God, that they touch. Co-workers, um, their children, grandchildren, their um their uh, their uh, caregivers if they if they're elderly and they need somebody to care after them. There's people in everybody's lives, Lord Jesus, God, that we treat them with respect, that we treat them with love, that we cherish them, that we cherish one another, because God, we are all just instruments in Your hands. We are all just vessels that we hope to be of honor and not dishonor, to bring You honor, to point people to the cross, Lord. In Jesus' name, bless this day, God. Bless this day, Lord. Praise you for another day. God, we love you with all of our hearts. Amen.